Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Building You Up to Level Up. I am Ashley Horn with AshleyAhorn.com, and I am so excited that you are here. So today is actually a very, very special day because it is my best friend and business partner, Scott's birthday. So I'm recording on his birthday and I thought this would be a perfect opportunity to talk about two topics that have been on my mind for a couple of days, especially while planning your best friend's birthday party, because I know that it can be, especially if you're like myself, perfection is something that I strive for that I didn't realize that I actually strive for. (laughs) So all the perfectionists out there, I completely understand and get it of um, where our mindset goes when we're planning anything or when we have an image in our mind, especially because I'm planning um, my annual get together Christmas party with my girlfriends and I am heading it. And I know there's certain things that I'm envisioning that I really want to come true. And so I want to talk about two things that I want to talk about perfection. And I want to talk about the the people that you surround yourselves with, because I think those are two big areas. If you're really trying to look to level up and grow and to really change, those are really two big topics that I've actually had to do some soul searching and sit down and figure out what, what are, where, what do I think about perfection and who am I surrounding myself with at this very moment? So let's talk about perfection. So I am huge. And if you've been listening to me for a while on Instagram, or I know this podcast hasn't been around for very long, but we'll, we talk a lot about manifestation. That's one of the biggest things that I believe in visualization. That is a huge thing for me. So when you practice manifestation, you have certain images that you have in your brain. You have certain things that you see that you're like, this is how I want it to, this is how I want the end picture to look like. So, you know, a lot of times I'll scroll through Instagram to get inspiration, especially if I'm planning something or I'll scroll through Pinterest and everyone has a Pinterest page, right? Where you're thinking you're planning out your birthday parties, your engagement parties, the ring that you want, you know, the body that you want, the food that you want to potentially prepare. Like we have, I like to pull inspiration a lot from Pinterest and a lot from Instagram. But what happens and what I didn't realize that that was creating is it was creating something that I felt like it was perfection. So when I look at something, I was like, this is exactly how I want it to be. This is exactly how I picture it to be. And what I forgot, even myself, even though I teach myself these principles too, and I practice these principles, the main most important thing when you're practicing manifestation and you're practicing visualization and bringing something into your life, the most important thing that you need to do after you do your journaling, you picture it, you envision it, you feel what that's going to feel like when you walk in or when you get that check or whatever success looks like for you. And then you need to let it go. You need to let that image go and let the universe do the rest. And so when I was trying to plan this ultimate perfect birthday bash for Scotty, I really had a specific version and vision of what I really wanted to look like. And the 
process of making decisions had been exhausting. And honestly, it really was not fun at all. And I'm a person that loves the planning side of things. And what I realized through this situation is that I don't, I like the planning side of things. It's really the execution side of things that I was having some struggle with. If I really had to evaluate um, for the last week, what was going on, it was really the execution side of things is that I had the vision of what I really wanted, but the execution and obviously the world around me wasn't on the same page as me. So for instance, we are going to book a really, really great, huge Airbnb where everyone would come to the house because we were having such problems trying to find restaurants that would hold more than six people because we were in Milwaukee and Milwaukee restaurants are not allowing people at one table to sit more than six people. And we had anywhere from 11 to 14 people. So the plan was to do dinner on Friday night. So to do go out somewhere, have fun, and then eventually like go out for the night. And then Saturday, have a fun brunch. So that was kind of plan number one, zero. That's where we started. And so my assistants did help with this and we could not find a restaurant that would hold more than six people. So we're like, okay, well, why don't we just rent an Airbnb and get a chef to come to the house to cook for us? And then we ran into the problems of not being able to find a Airbnb that would allow us to have any sort of parties because I was a big believer in being honest because I own real estate properties and I didn't want to just see, and I'm, one of my properties is vacant. So we're, we're doing showings. And one of the big things is, is I didn't want to uh, lie to someone when they're like, are you having a, you know, people, what's, what's the situation? I wanted to be honest because what goes around comes around and the universe works in a very like figure eight Um, So I wanted to make sure that I was being honest. And so yet another obstacle was that we could not find an Airbnb that would allow us to hold the amount of people that we wanted. So, and if we could, it was like, I mean, I love Milwaukee, but it was like way over $500 a night to have, to get a big enough space. And we were like, this is Milwaukee, like love Milwaukee, but we would rather pay those prices maybe in Los Angeles. so anyway, so we decided, so we couldn't find an Airbnb. We couldn't find a restaurant to host us. So then it, we decided, well, Scott didn't really like dinner anyway. So we were like, why don't we just find a chef? So we finally, so we were looking for a chef too. I know the story is going a little crazy, but we were trying to find a chef and in it, we were having an actual hard time finding a chef, but we actually did find one, which was perfect. And getting the menu all figured out, all put together, um, my staff and I were working on that. So we finally got the chef to give us a menu, to give us something. And we then changed our plans because the dinner on Friday night and on Saturday was just getting, we couldn't find a place to store us all. We were like, how do we do this where it's super fun and not a lot of planning. And I'm running two businesses at the same time and figuring out my real estate properties, like I was just very overwhelmed at this time. And I just still had this image in my brain of what I really wanted this party to look like. I just, that's what I I had really held on tightly to. And what I realized is in that moment, 
you know, there was a moment that I was sitting there. I was really stressed. I was like, how am I going to pull this together? There's just so many moving parts at the moment. Like, how am I going to do this? It was also shark week for me. So I had to give myself a little bit of a break. But what I said is I'm holding on to way too tightly to the end result. The perfect vision and not allowing it to unfold was exactly what was stopping me. And I literally was not having fun with this at all. And this is my best friend's birthday party. Like this is supposed to be fun. And so what I need to let go was, is that things are not going to be perfect. And you know what? That's okay. The image that I was holding in my brain was all of us sitting together, having a meal that we enjoyed that was really, really delicious, that I did not have to cook or clean, and that we had all of our friends around us in Milwaukee that could just come to one location, super easy, we had like, and could have a blast. And so the most amazing part now that I look back at the weekend is it was exactly what we wanted, exactly what I wanted for Scott. So Friday night, we ended up just ordering Ian's pizza, Ian's pizza, which if you've been to, if you've never been to Milwaukee and you decide at all in the future (laughs) to go to Milwaukee for whatever reason, you have to try Ian's pizza. And for all my vegans out there, they have the best vegan pizza. Like I actually, maybe I'll order it tonight, but anyway, um, amazing. So we just ordered a bunch of pizzas. We ordered a bunch of alcohol that we just literally picked up. We just did a pre-order, picked up everything. Pizzas were delivered at seven o'clock. We told people, we, my sister graciously allowed us to use her massive apartment and we just stuck, we just made the table really long in her place. Cause she had like an insert where she could put in her table in ordered a bunch of pizza, got a bunch of wine and alcohol made spicy margaritas and was like, everyone come over and have a good time. And it was perfect. And then on Saturday, we had a chef come uh, for about 11 people and cook us the most amazing breakfast. We had like French toast and eggs. And he created this like pear sauce to put on the French toast. It was, oh my God, so, so good. And the best part was no one had to clean up. Everyone could just sit and enjoy and really be a part of the birthday celebration. And now I'm going to use some of these things that going into the planning when it comes to the Christmas celebration for my friends. The biggest thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to create a vision. I'm going to share it with my team because that's the biggest thing. So if you do have a team around you, utilize them, give them the opportunity to step up to actually help you with some of these planning. Because again, being a perfectionist, being it's a little hard to delegate sometimes as well but I'm giving my team autonomy to be like, it is okay if you make some mistakes, but here's the vision. Here's what I'm picturing. When you come to me with decisions, I want three things, three different decisions. When we're talking about spending money, like I don't need to approve every single step of the way. This is what I'm looking for. Here's the budget. Here's kind of what the outcome I want to look like and let them help you execute that vision and know that it might not be as perfect as you want, but it is okay to let go of that end goal. And I'll talk about this more. I talk about this more with the convertible that I manifested, like when I was in my twenties. Um, so that podcast is coming, but it's really important to let go of that end image because it is going to be so much fun 
planning a party and having people over, the best thing is, is that you're with the people that you love and care about. And really at a party, all I care about is good food, good booze, and good music. That's really my three things for a party. It never run out of food, never run out of booze and always have really good music playing. So, so that was the party situation. Um, so it was awesome. Everything was great. Um, I'm going to delegate more to my team and to my staff. I'm definitely going to do that a little bit more. Um, so I definitely had some learning situations, which is awesome. So the second piece to this is let's talk about who you surround yourself with. And I just did an Instagram post on this as well, but I know that you hear this probably over and over again. And if this is the first time you're hearing about this, that's okay too. But they say that you are the average of the five people that you spend the most amount of time with. So you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. And so the reason why I bring this up is because as people are looking to change and to grow, and when you're on this new journey of self-improvement, and again, you're ready to elevate, you're ready to manifest, you're practicing something new, you want to bring in more money, um, you want to call in a new relationship, like when you're actually ready to change, people are going to notice. They're going to notice how much you're investing in courses, how much you're investing in different books that you're reading, different podcasts, different seminars. And I remember when I started to actually change. And I remember a couple of friends around me telling me when I was kind of ready to elevate from my like party girl, like image, you know, going out all the time, drinking all the time. I was like, I'm really ready to take business a little bit more seriously. And I'm ready to really kind of take this to the next level, especially since I'm young. And at that time I was in my, in my early twenties. And I was like, you know, if I picture a life in the next couple of years where I really can have the freedom and flexibility that I really want, I might need to put a little bit more effort into the business, into life, into understanding kind of how to get to the place that I want to get to. I need to do that now. And so as I started elevating, as I started changing, really diving into my manifestation practice, really diving into self-improvement, listening to podcasts all the time, really not going out as much, really cutting back on drinking because it would mess me up during the week. Like if I wasn't really, really sharp and I'm, <laughs> as I'm sure you can guess, I'm kind of a control freak. So when I don't feel kind of as crisp or sharp, you know, I, I don't like that feeling. It, it bothers me. So when I was going through this new journey, I remember people telling me all the time, they're like, you've changed, you know, you've really changed. And it made me really uncomfortable at first because as you're ready to elevate and, and move into this new, get onto this new path and this new journey you're creating for yourself, you're definitely going to have tests along the way. And you're going to have to be so focused on what you're looking to accomplish and what you're going for and what you're looking to do and accomplish with your life that the naysayers or when people kind of are trying to maybe test you a little bit and they're not doing this to be mean, you know, at all. It doesn't mean that they're a bad person because they're kind of saying these things to you. It doesn't mean that they're saying it out of spite. I mean, well, there may be a little bit jealousy behind it, but they're not saying it because they're a bad person. They're just saying it because they're seeing you change. They're seeing you grow and it's making them uncomfortable too. 
Because what happens when you surround yourself with people and you're starting to move in a different direction, you're starting to move upwards, you're starting to really grow, it forces the people around you to look at their lives too, to look at what they're doing. And sometimes that makes people very uncomfortable because they realize that you are changing, that you're growing. And so this is really, really important to see who you're surrounding yourself with. Because for me personally, there's a couple of things I look for when I look for new friends in my life. Number one, do they scare me just a little bit? <laughs> do they scare me to the fact that when I hang out with them, they're going to force me to level up. They're going to force me to bring to the table something new and fresh to talk about or new ideas or business ideas or like, I want to be in this circle. I got to make a little bit more money. Now that's just me personally, right? Now there's other circles that you can join or other things, but I really wanted to hang out with other successful people that were doing things that I wanted to do, that they were already at the level that I was looking to achieve. So that was one thing is like, do they scare me a little bit when I hang out with them? Number two, are, do they have the same qualities that you're looking to grow in? So again, like what I mean by that is like, what time are they going to sleep at night? Or what are they doing on a day-to-day -day basis? Or how are they limiting their time or setting boundaries in their schedule? Like, do, do they have the same qualities or the same ideas that you have about business? So that was really important. That's kind of the second thing. The last thing is, is they, are they your biggest cheerleaders? So are your friends around you cheerleaders even when you've hit success? Because I want you to remember this, misery loves company. So the true test to see how your tribe actually reacts to your success is that And the last piece that I look at with people who I'm surrounding myself with is, are they your biggest cheerleaders? Are they my biggest cheerleaders? Even when I've hit success. Because here's the biggest thing, is that misery loves company. So a really true test is how does your tribe react to when you actually start to see success? Because people, when they hang out in similar groups or they're hanging out or they're talking about different issues or different subjects that are going on, if you're hanging out with a group that's always consistently talking about like not having enough money for rent or, oh my God, I overspent so much this weekend on alcohol. Like, what was I thinking? What was I doing? Like, I'm going to beat myself up over this. Like, what are the, the stories that these people are kind of sharing with them? Because those are the stories you're going to start sharing with yourself. And so again, misery loves company. People love being around people that are not seeing potentially some success because in that way they can say, I'm a little bit better than this person. I'm able to help this person out. They're in a different situation than me. And I feel good about myself. That's just human nature. But does your tribe, when they react to your success, when you've hit success, do they celebrate you? Do they cheer you on? Are they so incredibly proud of you 
without having their own agenda at all whatsoever, that they're just 100% proud of your success. Because that is so, so, so important when I think about people who I surround myself with. And don't be afraid to cut ties with people. If a friend is saying mean comments or remarks to you or have told you that you've changed in a way and you're, it's making you really uncomfortable or makes you really question what you're doing, it's okay to walk away. This is your journey. This is your journey that you are on. And it's okay to cut out those relationships that are not bringing you joy, that are not bringing you what you need to move to that next level. And if that friendship is not serving you anymore, I'm giving you permission to walk away. Because again, this world needs you. This world needs to see your growth, needs to see your success because the money and success in the hands of really awesome people do really, really, really great things. So we need you to be successful. So two things I'll leave you with, perfection, work on perfection, work on the images, hold the images that you want to see in your brain and then let them go. Don't hold on too tightly to them. Let them go. And the second thing is evaluate who you're surrounding yourself with. As you're choosing to get to the next level, there are going to be people who are in your circle that might say things to you that might have, oh, why are you investing this much in a course? Or why are you in, you know, buying this book right now? Or man, oh man, you're like really starting to get into the self-love stuff, aren't you? Like I've had people say that to me. So I understand And just know that it is okay to walk away, that it is okay to find your own tribe and to start adding people that you really want to surround yourself with, be like, grow into all that stuff. So I love you. Have an awesome rest of your day and I'll talk to you soon.